Election day is near. Have you voted? Better hop to it. Stick around for an election day story and a tale of one boy named Tanner trapped forever in the world of video games. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. My name is Professor Theo. Welcome to my lab. I'm broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University and beautiful, splendid West Virginia, home to some of the most extraordinary kids in all the land. Kids superheroes, time-traveling teens, children trapped in video games, and so much more. Our first story covers the second grade presidential election at Splendid Elementary. Few races, coast to coast, are as close and hotly debated as this one. I checked in with the candidates and their teacher, Mr. Owens, for an update. Here is their story. When I grow up, Janet's story. Second grader Janet Jones was always making suggestions to improve the world around her. When the art bin crayons were all busted and broken, Janet was the first to lobby Mr. Owens, her teacher, for new ones. Thanks for bringing that to my attention, Janet. I'll see what I can do, he would say. When kids' recess was cut short a minute or two, Janet was quick to point out the importance of playtime to a child's development. I'll keep that in mind, Janet. Mr. Owens replied. When kids grew tired toward the end of the day, Janet would make a point by suggesting that nap time would boost productivity. Uh-huh, mumbled a tired Mr. Owens. One day, Mr. Owens asked the kids what they wanted to be when they grew up. Tony wanted to be an archaeologist. Jeff wanted to race bikes. Daisy wanted to be a professional wrestler. Janet wanted. I don't know, she replied. Mr. Owens suggested, Janet, you're good at pointing out what needs done and making sure I attend to it, aren't you? You might make a fine public servant someday. The kids looked confused. A public servant is somebody like an army soldier, a police officer, a mayor, a judge, a congressman, or the president of the United States. I could be president? Janet exclaimed. You probably could, Janet. She insisted. We should have a president of the second grade. Mr. Owens seemed hesitant at first, but then agreed. An election day was set. Janet Jones would face David Payne in a tight second grade presidential race. The students liked Janet's ideas regarding expanding music time and watching Elf at Christmas time. But David's pizza every day for lunch idea was really popular, though Mr. Owens pointed out that it wasn't very realistic. Election day voting was very close. The final vote was 12 to 10, and Janet Jones won. Congratulations, Janet, boomed a loud, unfamiliar voice out of nowhere. Mr. Owens introduced the stranger to the class. Class, this is Mayor Warren. 
Is he really the mayor? Janet asked, a big smile on her face. Are you really the second grade class president? Mayor Warren replied, smiling back. Janet stood tall and proud. I sure am. That's a big responsibility, Janet. Mayor Warren went on to describe his job. From boring hours behind a desk to exciting times when he got to get out and meet the people he served to see what they needed and what he could do to help. He spoke of the town's history, what it was like when he was a second grader, and what he hoped it would be like when those second graders were grown like him. The kids liked Mayor Warren. He was a nice guy with lots of energy, and he told loads of fun stories. When it was time for Mayor Warren to leave, he shook hands with each boy and girl and told them to be good to each other. If you have any problems, he said, just let Janet know. I have a feeling she'll take good care of you. Mr. Owens thanked the mayor as he left. As he turned to face the class, Mr. Owens saw Janet's hand in the air. I know what I want to be when I grow up, Mr. Owens. What's that? Mayor Janet. Mr. Owens responded, I think that's a fine idea, and I'd say you're off to a great start. You're a natural-born leader, Janet Jones. Janet began to make a list of what she could do to improve her classroom, her neighborhood, her town, and even the entire country. It was a big list, but she was up for the challenge. You know, some people think the top-secret, confidential, only-for-me-keep-your-hands-off-secret experiments of my lab have something to do with all the strange occurrences in this town. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I can assure you I have nothing to do with kids that get trapped in video games. And Splendid has its fair share of children. I think of one boy named Tanner and one girl named Max in particular who have had many, many fine adventures inside the world of gaming. But they're trapped there, you see. Hopping, quantum leap style from one game to the next. Trying to get out. And trying to escape from Mr. X. Mr. X. This is the story of Theory X. It is but the first chapter of a long tale, and it details how Tanner came to be where he is to this day. Theory X. Tanner used to daydream of getting sucked into and stuck in his favorite video game. Now it was an all-too-real reality. Tanner was trapped, and not just in one game, many. He'd bounced around from one game to another, running with ghosts from a gigantic yellow hungry ball, to building lovely worlds with Stampy Cat, and much more. Tanner did not know Mr. X. He had not heard of the Theory X project before. He only knew it sounded good at the time. He agreed to help Mr. X by being sent into the game. His mission was simple. Tanner... A kid computer whiz was to go into the game, retrieve a dangerous virus, and then leave. It did not work out that way. 
At first, the mission went quite well. Tanner was sent in. He found the virus right away. It was in a hiding spot far too small for Mr. X to fit, but Tanner captured it easily. However, he could not leave. Mr. X would not allow it. Tanner had been tricked. It turned out that Mr. X was not the good guy Tanner believed him to be. He was a very bad guy with a very bad plan. Mr. X's plan was not for Tanner to remove the virus, but to force Tanner to spread the virus to every computer and every game in the whole world. Mr. X wanted to destroy all of the world's computer and gaming technology. Tanner would have to obey. He'd have to obey Mr. X if he ever wanted to get back home. But Tanner did not cooperate. When he learned Mr. X's plan, he ran. He took the virus with him to keep it from getting into the wrong hands. He ran so Mr. X could not find him and could not unleash his evil plan upon the earth. Tanner first escaped into a futuristic racing game where his cool silver car won second place on a winding neon green track. He liked it here, for he was always a big racing fan, and the cool silver car reminded him of one of his favorite Hot Wheels back home. But Tanner could not stay long. Mr. X caught up with him. Tanner escaped again and found himself in a most unpleasant place where birds with very bad attitudes kept flying toward him or structures he was trying to hide behind. And there were annoying pigs everywhere. He did not stay there long at all. Tanner's next adventure found him in a spaceship battling alien invaders. Mr. X found Tanner again, but here Tanner was finally able to turn the tables on his nemesis. Before Mr. X arrived, Tanner had been battling the alien invaders, but after Mr. X was on the scene, Tanner, the boy computer whiz, was able to convince the aliens to work with him against Mr. X. The aliens were not sure at first, but when Tanner explained the dangerous virus he was protecting the world from, they agreed to help. With the aliens' help, Tanner was easily able to defeat Mr. X. The bad guy could not compete with the combined firepower of over 20 spacecrafts. Mr. X retreated, but promised to return. Tanner and his new alien friends celebrated, for the world was safe for now. Tanner was glad he was able to defeat Mr. X, but he didn't know how to leave the world of gaming he was trapped in. For now, Tanner would have to hop from game to game, computer to computer, until he figured out a way out, a way home, and he'd have to keep the world safe from Mr. X's virus all at the same time. Who knows what the future may hold, but both Tanner and Mr. X feel like this may be the beginning of a long story indeed. That it is, listeners. That's all the time we have for this week. We will return next week and tune into future episodes of the Mystery Lab to learn more about Tanner, the boy computer whiz, and his adventures in the gaming world. And soon, very soon, you'll meet Turk and Porkchop in Escape from the Meat Jackpot Restaurant 
a Thanksgiving action adventure. Until then. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. I'm Rissy Joy. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might zap you into a video game. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. 